Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. No duh, right? Here we discuss everything from car news, culture, movies, stories, games, interviews, events, and so much more. Without further delay, on with the show. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Today, is it is another weekly news roundup, and I have no idea what happened in the prior week. I really wasn't paying attention, as it turns out. So... Everything here should be a surprise. Should be a bit of a surprise. And the first one, the first news article we're going to get into, is a little bit of a surprise. But I am going to explain, I'm going to explain two sides of it. So, the GR Space 86 becomes the GR No Space 86 as Toyota bows to the power of the hashtag. Removing the space in the coupe's name, in the coupe's name helps with SEO and searchability. Now, on one hand, I prefer the GR86 with the space in it because GR Space 86 looks like that the model is the Gazoo Racing and then the model destination is 86. Like imagine if you had a GR86, a GR76, a GR66, a GR56, right? GR GR is the is the model itself and then like 86 is the level of Gazoo Racing. So 76, 86, whatever. Like BMW 3 Series, like 3 hyphen series. Whereas GR86 without a space, it looks like the model name. And so I'm thinking that maybe Toyota did the GR Space 86 because they plan on doing maybe a GR 96, maybe a GR 76, and so on. And going for GR No Space 86 kind of ruins that. GR 86 all run together like that just looks like a name rather than a model model destination and then, for lack of a better word, severity of performance or level of performance. But, I mean, wasn't the GR 86... Well, the Toyota GT86 before, wasn't that one word, GT no space 86? I mean, I don't remember, but in the case that there was no space in GT86, then this is just a return to form for the most part, but I don't know. I kind of like GR space 86. I kind of like what that could potentially signify, but it's really not that big a deal. I don't really care that much. Gak Trumpchi invites you to share your design ideas with futuristic Vision MCO concept. The dramatic redesign concept will spread a production model sometime next year. Ford signs deal with semiconductor manufacturer to boost production of U.S.-made chips. Global Foundries is, is a leader in feature-rich semiconductors and will work with Ford to help supply the automaker. British Bobby's spec bespoke blue light Toyota Corolla. What a, what a cluster chunk of a headline. Toyota Corolla Trek for evaluation. What did any of that mean? The modified Corolla Trek is locally built and will be evaluated for use with the Derbyshire Constibulary. Okay, okay, I got it now. The Aurelia, Arula, Aurelia? <laughs> I can say Constabulary, but I can't say Aurelia, apparently. The Something Outlaw European CSL is a restaurant 300 horsepower ode to Lancia's glorious past. Powered by Ibuso V6, that's like a, a friend of mine. Uh, when we used to chat pretty often, he would shorten Hayabusa to just Busa, and Busa reminds me of that, but in any case, powered by a Buso V6 and weighing in at around 2,400 pounds, the Arula Outlaw European CSL took more than 5,000 hours to build. Porsche Taycan becomes canvas for two artists engaged in an art battle. Porsche set two artists to battle against one another to see who could make the better art car. GM's Bright Drop books 18,000 orders for electric delivery vehicles. America's fastest growing fleet management company has ordered a total of 18,000 EVs for GM's startup Bright Drop. Ford and Rivian call off plans for jointly developed model. 
Nearly two years after a jointly developed Lincoln was announced, the project has been abandoned altogether. Why? What happened exactly? SAIC's Maxis Miffa, that should be Maxis Mafia. Miffa 9 is a luxury electric van with six power seats and, God, six power seats, Jesus, and ten displays. This minivan isn't really mini as it's larger than a Mercedes Maybach GLS. That's not a minivan, that's just a van. That, that's just it, yeah. 2022 Nissan Altima, Altima? Nissan Altima goes dark with new Midnight Edition. The Midnight Edition features gloss black accents and additional equipment. Honda reveals two custom, custom Navi Minimoto pro project bikes, and boy are they cute! Honda gave its most adorable 110cc motorcycle to two custom shops to show you the Navi Minimoto's possibilities. It is, it is adorable. The only problem is that the wheels, the wheels are the size of plates. They're too, they're too small for how visually big the rest of the bike is. I guess they're, they're not Vespa wheels though, so it could be worse. Roe is clever. Remember Roe from Top Gear? Because that was the Chinese rover. Apparently, they're still kicking. Well, it would seem like that anyway. Roe's clever Mars edition with baby aliens and astronaut cracks us up. Roe's take on the interplanetary roadster is much smaller and cuter than Tesla's model. Do you like this 2022 Integra? It's from Honda, and it's only for China. The reskin Civic is China's take on reviving the Integra nameplate. Okay. While our Integra is better than that, our Integra is still a bit of a disappointment. The biggest news for the 2022 Fiat 500X is that it lives on in America against all odds. And it also gets a soft top option. Now that I kind of like. The 2022 Fiat 500X gains a stylish Yacht Club Capri Edition too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yacht Club. Yeah. As if someone in a yacht is going to be driving around in a piddly little Fiat. Factory worker sues Tesla for alleged pervasive sexual harassment. Nearly every day for three years, my female co-workers and I were objectified, threatened, touched, and prepositioned, said Jessica Barraza. Jeez. Cadillac opens Lyric pre-sales in China, gets 1,000 pre-orders in an hour. The Cadillac Lyric electric SUV is available from the equivalent of $69,900 in China. A 1998 McLaren F1 car is faster around Laguna Seca than a 2021 IndyCar. Are you serious? This 1998 McLaren MP4-13 won the Formula 1 World Drivers' Championship in the hands of Mika Hakkinen. Zipeng unveils flagship G9 electric crossover will be availed in international markets. The G9 is the company's first model designated for markets outside of China. Great Wall Motors flabbergasts us with China's first supercar pickup concept. And if I'm honest, I kind of think Ram designers and their lawyers might be on the doorsteps of Great Wall of Great Wall Motor, Motors Motors. Wow, of Great Wall Motors not long from now. Great Wall Motors has just launched a heavily modified version of the new King Kong Cannon pickup. Buick GL8 flagship takes the luxury minivan concept to the next level in China, bringing the Buick MPV to new luxury luxurious heights. The GL8 flagship offers ample space and a sumptuous interior. And holy crap! Oh wait, it's a concept, never mind. Of course it would look that amazing. Buick Smart Pod is a futuristic luxury minivan concept that could have been designed by Porsche. Despite its size, the Smart Pod can accommodate up to four people, with two of them enjoying the full experience. Porsche takes to the Nürburgring with 2024 model year uh, 911 Turbo SE hybrid prototype. The Porsche 911 Turbo SE Hybrid will 
probably deliver well over 700 horsepower. Lincoln unveils the attractive new 2022 Zephyr sedan at Auto Guangzhou. Hopefully I got that right. And I really wish we got that Lincoln in the US. I, it's not a traditional Lincoln, but the styling is top notch. Waymo just start making deliveries with autonomous class 8 trucks. Waymo has already been testing autonomous deliveries with UPS and its minivans. Porsche 911 Safari spied again, showing its adventurous rally-bred spirit. The high-riding variant of the iconic Porsche 911 could be launched sometime in 2022 or 2023. New Audi Q5 e-tron revealed in China as the Q4 e-tron's big brother. The Audi Q5 e-tron is the more practical and family-focused sibling of the shorter Q4 e-tron. Chrysler's done with Australia, abandoned its last right-hand drive market for good. The rather old 300C Luxury and 300SRT were the last right-hand drive Chryslers still available down under. Man, it really feels like Chrysler is dying a really, really slow death, similar to that of Lantia. Come on. Come on, Stellantis. Revitalize the brand. Second-gen 2023 Kia Nero could be unveiled next week in Seoul. The new Kia Nero will have an edgier design as well as some cues from 2019's Habanero concept. 2022 Mitsubishi Airtrack debuts as a Chinese market fully electric SUV. Mitsubishi's latest electric SUV will feature a 70 kilowatt hour battery that, according to CL to CTLC standards, offers a range of 323 miles. 2022 Genesis Electrified GV70 has 482 horsepower and 800 volt charging technology. The 2022 Genesis Electrified GV70 will launch in select markets in 2022. Huawei. Changgang and Cat L, I'm so sorry for butchering all of those names, launched new Avatar. It's Avatar. Car brand in China. The electric Avatar 11 is an electric SUV with around 435 miles of range. Galfin shows off retro inspired 2022 Land Rover Defender at LA Auto Show. That does make it look a little more like a classic Defender, I'm not gonna lie. Automotive leather linked to illegal deforestation of Amazon rainforest. Sold through middlemen, it's easy, excuse me, it's easy for ranchers on illegally de deforested Amazon land to obscure, to obscure the origin of their leather. 66% of consumers think electric vehicles have a gas at How? It's literally in the name electric car. It's in the name. They're not like hybrids. Hybrids have gas engines. A whopping 75% think hybrids need to be plugged in. I mean, well, most do. Most hybrids do need to be plugged in sooner or later. Although otherwise they wouldn't have they wouldn't have the little flap more often than not near the A pillar where you can, oh, I don't know, plug them in. The Chrysler Pacifica hybrid is a great example of that. Apple reportedly, unless I'm wrong about that, hey, I can be wrong, but I, I thought most hybrids did need to be plugged in. At least, at least the ones that are a little... Okay, hybrids may not. Because I don't think the Prius needs to be plugged in, but more genuine hybrids, like the Chrysler Pacifica hybrid, for example, that does need to be plugged in. So hybrids, hybrids that go a little bit further with... Well, probably it's more specifically hybrids that can be driven to some extent on electric range. Those are the ones that need to be plugged in. But Prius-type hybrids? Nah. Apple reportedly accelerating car development wants model to be fully autonomous. The long-awaited Apple car could arrive in late 2025. Ford Mustang Shelby GT500 drops carbon fiber handling package for 2022. Why? The 2022 Ford Mustang 
Shelby GT500 is still offered with a handling pack and a carbon fiber track pack. But didn't the carbon fiber handling pack kind of include all of that in one? That's just, that seems like an unnecessary move. Edison Future arrives in LA with electric truck and delivery van promising up to 450 miles of range. The electric truck is notable for featuring a retractable solar panel. Alpha Saga electric sedan debuts with 300 mile range and optional all-wheel drive. The Saga is roughly the same size as the BMW 3 Series and can, and can hit 60 miles per hour in around 6 seconds. Not great, but not terrible. Police arrest man over Stellantis Canadian factory explosion. 33-year-old James Harris has been charged over the explosion at Stellantis' plant in Windsor, Ontario. Now, the question is, why did he explode the Stellantis plant? Like, what was... Like, bro, are you that mad at seeing, at seeing Mopar succeed? No. But, again, why? You're not making much sense, dude. Although, I guess, you know, since when do most psychopaths make sense? Dear Toyota, please bring the new Land Cruiser to the U.S. U.S. shoppers can buy the new Lexus LX, but not the Toyota Land Cruiser. That is going to be it for this segment, though. I will see you all after the break. While we take this short and elevator musicless break, sorry, I would like to inform you all that there is more CCC content for you to enjoy. For articles, videos, polls, quizzes, posts about the podcast, and even a little bit more, please head on over to my all-new Cody's Car Conundrum website. With a whole new design and all my content in one place, the new Cody's Car Conundrum website is the home of everything I do with CCC. Just go to codyscarconundrum.com to devour even more car-based content. Alrighty, everyone, we are back, and we're starting off with the Ford and Rivian article that we read, I think, very, very near the beginning of the first segment. Ford was an early supporter of Rivian, so it came as a little surprise that Lincoln announced plans for a Rivian-based electric vehicle in January of 2020. The model was slated to become Lincoln's first electric vehicle, and it promised to combine stunning looks with effortless performance. However, a few months later, Lincoln and Rivian decided not to pursue the vehicle due to the coronavirus pandemic, which brought the world to a halt. Despite the death of the electric Lincoln, the company said they would offer an alternative vehicle based on Rivian's skateboard platform. Fast forward to today, and the third time isn't the charm, as the joint project has been abandoned altogether. In an interview with Automotive News, Ford CEO Jim Farley said, We want to invest in Rivian. We love their future as a company, but at this point, we're going to develop our own vehicles. That sounds like, yeah, they want to do things differently. We don't like the way they do things. Very possibly because it's better and they know that and we know we're not developing things to their level. So we're just going to dip now. Basically, what I'm saying is it sounds like a cop-out. As he explained, a lot has changed since Ford made their investment in Rivian and they were originally unsure of their in-house capabilities. However, they now have a growing confidence in our ability to win in the electric space. Besides Ford's improved EV capabilities, it appears building a Rivian-based model would have been a bit of a headache. As Farley noted, it's a daunting challenge to marry one company's electric architecture to another company's software. They were there were presumably other issues as well, and at the end of the day, the companies decided the difficulties weren't worth it. While the project is dead, both automakers stress their relationship remains on good terms. In Ford's case, Farley described Rivian as kind of like a brother or a sister, since they're an investor and have, and have gotten to know the company really well. He added, working with Rivian resulted in some of the best cooperation we've had with another company. Okay, so it's not, it's not all, it didn't go completely sour. It's not all bad. That's good. All right, let's get into that Tesla article now. Jessica Peraza, hopefully I got that last name right, a Tesla production associate, associate has filed a lawsuit in Alameda County Superior Court alleging that Tesla subjected its female employees to pervasive sexual harassment at its Fremont, California factory. 
Nearly every day th for three years, my female co-workers and I were objectified, threatened, touched, and prepositioned on the factory floor, Raza claimed in a statement. I wanted to come to work, do my job, and support my family without having to endure constant sexual harassment. I felt degraded, humiliated, and traumatized. According to the suit, Tesla supervisors allegedly commented on Barraza and her female co colleagues' bodies, rotated her to a different assignment to place her with a colleague who was attracted to her, and used their position to silence women who raised concerns. The suit mirrors another one that was brought against Tesla by Owen Diaz, a former worker at the same plant. The court found the court found in his favor after he revealed that he received racial epithets from colleagues who left offensive graffiti in the restroom and used the N-word frequently. In Diaz's testimony, he complained how he suffered sleepless nights and weight loss while working at the factory. Allegations against the plant have been widespread. In 2020 alone, the California, the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing received 31 complaints alleging discrimination on the basis of race, age, gender expression, disability, and pregnancy, reports Bloomberg. Barraza claims that when she attempted to complain to the HR department, the email she had been given was no longer live. Although she later told an HR representative about the events, she is aware of no steps being taken to address or investigate it by Tesla. Instead of protect, protecting and promoting the perpetrators, Tesla should take meaningful steps to protect women and address the rampant sexual harassment in its workplace, said Barraza's attorney David A. Lowe, partner at Rudy Axelrod, Zeef and Lowe. Or is it Zaif? We are bringing this case to put a stop to the harassment against Ms. Barraza and her colleagues. As much as this sucks, I'm not, I'm honestly not surprised. From what my sister has told me, in like the gaming sphere, for example, it would seem to me like, uh, what is it, Silicon Valley is not, maybe not the worst, but certainly one of the worst places to work. One of the worst places to work on the grounds of sexual harassment and as, as per this article, any other, any other nasty behavior. So Silicon Valley would seem to be like three steps behind society right now. That is all the articles I have to read right now, though. Let's go back to some of the headlines. U.S. drops fatal 2020 Tesla crash probe because driver overrode autopilot. The NTSB investigation concluded the driver was overriding the autopilot system. Okay, what does that even mean, though? Kia Design Boss says the EV6 GT carries the spirit of Stinger. I mean... Maybe? Somewhat? I can't see it. I mean, I guess, you know, spirit. You obviously wouldn't be able to see it, but, I mean, it, it's just, a, like, the Viper obviously carries the spirit of the Cobra. The, the EV6, I think, in maybe in its sportiness, yes, but in all other areas, I'm not sure I really see it. Karim Habib also hinted that Kia will not build a second generation stinger. God dang it! <laughs> Why? We needed another stinger. We didn't. We don't need a one-hit wonder. Mercedes adds formatic all-wheel drive option for the S580E. No one cares. We're not getting a second-gen stinger. Adds formatic all-wheel drive option for the S580 hybrid. M-Bucks infotainment simplified. All-wheel drive should help tame the surprisingly flighty two-wheel drive S5, S580E's wet weather traction. Hivia, or Hivia maybe, unveils two more hydrogen LCVs based on the Renault Master. The 15-passenger city bus and the versatile chassis cabs are using or chassis cab are using Hivia's hydrogen fuel cell technology. 
Rimac Nevada prototype has some off-road fun before getting destroyed for crash testing. The Rimac Nevada featured in this video has been reviewed by journalists and driven by customers. New Yumper 4x4 launched in the UK, that's literally just a Suzuki Jimny. Launched in the UK as a cute pickup based on the previous gen Suzuki Jimny, see? A Jimny-based pickup is never a bad idea and the Yumper has really put a lot of effort into it. Minivision Urbanaut makes US debut as a cute autonomous minivan. Having received a positive reaction since its unveiling in Munich, BMW is pondering whether to put the Minivision Urbanaut into production. If it is going to be put in production, I can promise you it will look absolutely nothing like the concept. 2022 Skoda Slavia. That is just two letters away from slave. That is not a good name. <laughs> or maybe... Or, or Slavic, which isn't bad. It's just... Why? Like, the Skoda Slavic, right? You see what I mean? It just doesn't make any sense. Although, I guess it wouldn't make any less sense than Chrysler Fifth Avenue, right? 2022 Skoda Slavia breaks cover as a budget sedan for India. The Slavia is positioned below the Octavia as a B-segment sedan focused on practicality. Sondor's Imperium and Elettra Mechanica. Mechanica? Must be. Three-wheelers turn heads in LA Auto Show. Can you see yourself driving an electric three-wheeler in the future? Watch this daredevil jump his motorcycle off a 443-foot cliff. Motocross gold medalist Tom Page. Tom Page's hit a 23-foot ramp at 50 miles per hour before performing, performing two front flips and deploying a parachute. Day one for Volta Zero as prototypes of EV trucks start build phase. Volta is building 25 design verification prototypes of the world's first purpose-built 16-ton EV truck. One of three surviving Corvette replicas from Fast and Furious 5 comes with an air-cooled VW engine. This 1963 Corvette is one of 12 replicas built by Mongoose Motorsports that were used in the Fast and Furious film. VinFast unveils VFE35 and VFE36 electric SUVs coming to the US next year. Designed with the help of Pininfarina, VinFast's duo of electric SUVs offer up to 402 horsepower. Mullen 5 electric crossover promises 325 mile range and 1.9 seconds 0 to 60 mile per hour time. The electric crossover starts at $55,000 and is slated to arrive in 2024. Lucid is now, is now valued more than Ford, earning its Saudi Arabian investors a massive payday. Ford has since made a sizable investment in Rivian, but who will win out eventually? Nawa unveils a lightweight electric motorcycle concept that can go up to 186 miles per charge. That's not bad. I mean, for a bike at least. By combining ultra-capacitors and traditional batteries, Nawa says its motorcycles will go farther and last longer. BMW launches India-exclusive 220i Grand Coupe a Black Shadow, even though it's white. <laughs> Black Shadow, even though it's white. Yeah. Well done, BMW. Like, well done naming department. Well done marketing department. That just, it makes all the sense in the world. With floating hubcaps, though. The limited edition, and what that means is, as far as I know, Rolls-Royce has this, where the hubcaps won't rotate with the wheel so the bmw logo will stay mostly level it'll stay mostly the right way up no matter how fast you go the limited edition 2020 or sorry 220i features a host of dark themed visual upgrades yet not dark enough because the whole car is white president joe biden attends gm's grand opening of factory zero ev assembly plant the plant is a major step forward in gm's electric transformation and all evs that will be built there will be based on the ultium platform Toyota hints at redesigned Prius, says, wait until you see the next one. The next generation Prius should offer improved performance and better fuel economy. 
I mean, improved performance sounds good, but then you realize that that's relative to previous performance, so that's not saying much. Fisker debuts, debuts production 2023 Ocean Electric SUV. Starts from $37,499? What? Wow. Okay, that's way lower. I was expecting like $60,000, $70,000. I'm impressed. Offered with two different battery chemistries and three power outputs, the Ocean can go between 250 and 350 miles per charge. Kia EV9 Concept prepares us for new electric three-row SUV the size of the Telluride. The full-size EV, EV SUV features an interior that can transform into a meeting room and a new digital face. Kia EV6 sets a Guinness World Record for the least hours of charging while driving across the USA. The 2022 Kia EV6 was plugged in for just 7 hours and 10 minutes in its journey across the US. Kia's 2023 Sportage Hybrid makes 226 horsepower and targets 39 mpg. Powered by a 1.6 liter turbocharged engine and a 44 kilowatt electric motor, the Sportage Hybrid can tow 2,000 pounds bleh, and has a range of 500 miles. 2023 Subaru Solterra arrives in America. Wow! That's a thing in America? Woo! Arrives in America with 220 plus mile range and standard all wheel drive. In US spec, Subaru's electric crossover is available with a dual, with a dual motor setup with 215 horsepower. Hyundai 7 Concept is an electric, autonomous, capable SUV that previews the Ionic 7. Previewing the production Ionic 7, the 7 extends the eGMP platform to its limits to create a lounge-like interior. You can buy the Jeep, Blanker, Jeep, bleh, the Jeep Wrangler Rubicon 392 in the UK, but it'll cost you £105,000! Clive Sutton dealership brings the V8-powered Wrangler to the other side of the Atlantic with double the price! Oof! That is going to be it for this segment, though. I will see you all after the break for the final segment. During this break, I want to inform you all that you can now monetarily support this podcast and indeed the entirety of Cody's Car Conundrum with Kofi. Uh, well, it might be coffee, but it's spelled K-O-F-I, and that's weird, so I say it Kofi. In any case, Kofi is an alternative to Patreon where, beautifully and as God intended, you, the supporters, don't have to pay a fee, like on Patreon, to support my work. So if you like what I do and want to see me cover, slash talk about, slash make a video regarding something specific, or want me to branch out into other areas of car culture, then head over to ko-fi.com forward slash Cody's Car Conundrum, where you can make a minimum donation of $5 towards me and the brand. In return, you'll be helping me afford new equipment, afford upgrades to my existing tools, you'll receive polls asking what topic you want me to dive into next, you'll get to see voted and non-voted content before public release, various forms of recognition for your support, and the ability to vote on merch designs you'd like to see on the Teespring store. Now let's get back to the show. Alright everyone, we are back for the final segment. 2022 Nissan Rogue's new 1.5 liter turbo has fewer CCs, but more GGs. What, what do you mean by GGs in this context? New 201 horsepower turbo 1.5 liter triple. Triple? Like, a three pod? Makes 20 horsepower more than last year's naturally aspirated 2.5 liter four. Oh my god. A three pot and a car that big. Hell no. BMW Concept XM tees with illuminated nostrils. That's just a, a god-awful idea with the size of those things. Just in case you missed them. BMW's first dedicated M model since the legendary M1. M1 from 1978 has the same name as Citroen's 1990s flagship. 2022 Hyundai Creta. <laughs> Someone's gonna rename it to Cretan. 
Someone's gonna do that, and Heimdall's gonna be pissed. Krita face. I guess I just did that, didn't I? Krita facelift gets Tucson inspired face and interior. Heimdall unveiled the face of the version of the second generation Krita in Indonesia. 2022 Maserati Grassol pre-production fleet used to form a huge trident in Italy. The Maserati Grassol was scheduled to be unveiled on November 16th, but its launch has been delayed. <laughs> it would seem so. Ferrari Puro, Puro Sogne snap testing up close at Automakers HQ. The Ferrari Puro Sogne could be offered with a naturally aspirated V12. Re... <laughs> R-E-E, that's, that's a... Oh man, people are going to clown like hell on that thing. The Re-Leopard is an autonomous shuttle concept designed for delivery fleets. The Israeli automotive tech company showcases its modular EV architecture with this last mile delivery concept. Lucid has 17,000 reservations for the air, plans to build 20,000 vehicles next year. Lucid's reservations, which are a jump of 4,000 over Q3, represent an order book worth $1.3 billion. Rimac starts construction of global HQ campus near Zagreb, Croatia. Rimac's new global headquarters will feature an on will feature an on-site test track, a museum, and design, engineering, production, and testing facilities. The 2022 Porsche 718 Cayman GT4 RS Club Sport is a $229,000 toy reserved for the track. Porsche's latest race car is more powerful and offers better handling compared to its predecessor. Porsche expands 2022 Taycan range with Sport Turismo that ditches SUV styling cues and new GTS. Porsche took the cladding off the Taycan Cross Turismo and introduced a GTS variant, variant for both the wagon and sedan. I like that. That's a good idea. 276 horsepower strong 2022 Hyundai Kona N arrives down under as a fun-to-drive SUV. Hot 2022 Hyundai i20N launches in Australia. Priced from 32490 Australian. The 2022 Hyundai i20N is powered by a 201 horsepower turbocharged 1.6 liter 4-cylinder made it exclusively to a manual transmission. 2022 Volkswagen T-Roc comes with tweaked looks and familiar engines. The updated 2022 Volkswagen T-Roc is offered with a host of petrol and diesel engines. The 1980s Yalpa was Lamborghini's last V8-powered sports car. Although it marked the end of an era, Lamborghini calls the Yalpa the direct predecessor to the Gallardo. Honda's autonomous work vehicle is a tireless worker that needs a cute name. Capable of towing nearly 1,600 pounds, the autonomous work vehicles helped carry supplies on a 1,000-acre work site. Tesla is being sued by J.P. Morgan for $162 million over, Leon, over Elon, Musk, Elon Musk's infamous tweets. The bank claims Tesla flagrantly ignored its clear contractual obligation in a filing. Antonio Giovinazzi to race in Formula E in 2022 with Dragon Penske Autosport. The news comes shortly after he lost his F1 seat at Alfa Romeo to Guan Yu Zhao. Hopefully I got that right. I probably butchered it a little bit. Hyundai Home wants to cover your solar energy and charging needs. Hyundai Home will offer solar panels, energy storage devices, and home charging solutions for EVs. Japanese vehicle manufacturers hatch a plan to save the internal combustion engine. The plan involves racing e-fuel and hydrogen-powered cars as well as developing alternatively powered two-wheelers. Lucid Air named Motor Trend's Car of the Year. Genesis GV70 takes out SUV honors. The two winners had to beat some stiff competition before emerging victorious in this year's awards. 
Car destination charges surged to record levels as sticker prices soar. The non-negotiable destination charge for the 2022 Jeep Wagoneer sits at a whopping $2,000. This is the new 2022 Mazda CX-60 two-row SUV. 5C off-roader. This 5C off-roader is destined for Europe and Japan. Europe will get the U.S. will get bigger six-cylinder CX-70 instead. The Renault Aventime. Aventime looks weird but performs valiantly in the Moose Test. The Renault Aventime is almost as quick through the Moose Test as a Porsche Taycan Cross Turismo. How? Audi's electric feature reportedly includes a battery-powered RS6 e-tron wagon. The upcoming Audi e-tron, Audi A6 e-tron could get a high-performance Avant variant, effectively replacing the RS6. Toyota Corolla 50 million edition for Japan celebrates model's historic milestone. A special edition of the Toyota Corolla for the Japanese market is available in three body styles. Some Kia Stingers are being recalled over inaccurate fuel, fuel gauge readings. Fortunately, Kia's recall of the 2020 and 2021 Stinger only impacts 53 vehicles. Certain Tesla Model S and Xs won't be delivered until 2023. Tesla is prioritizing deliveries of the flagship Model S Plaid and Model X Plaid. GM almost invested in Rivian but was beaten by Ford. Rivian CEO admitted the company was in late-stage talks with GM, but eventually Ford's proposal was deemed to be more flexible. The Lotus Type 132 electric SUV may have a LiDAR sensor. The Lotus Type 132 SUV will be the first in a range of all-electric models from the brand. While we're waiting for the Griffith, TBR is preparing itself for an electrified future. TBR has signed a partnership with a lithium mining firm as it's getting ready for the UK's ban of ICE cars in 2030. BMW needs poorer countries to do their job before it goes all electric. Oh my god. That's kind of curt, don't you think? BMW won't commit to an all electric future without adequate charging infrastructure, and that makes sense. What's the better sports sedan, the Genesis G70 3.3 Turbo or the Acura TLX Type S? If you're bored with the, with the ubiquitous Germans, you might want to take a look at these two. Citroen Traction Avant Barfine looks haunting, in desperate need of restoration. Is anyone brave enough to save this rusty Citroen flagship from the late 40s? Cadillac Blackwing owners who offer manual transmission get extra Easter eggs. Hell yeah, that's how it should be. Cadillac has hidden two, has hidden more than two dozen little Easter eggs throughout the CT4V and CT5V Blackwings. Forward app used to help rescue six dogs that were in the back of a stolen transit van. The dogs were all found unharmed, roaming the streets of London and, and returned to their homes. Acura Integra prototype to make first public appearance at Radwood SoCal alongside Classics. Eh. The Integra prototype will be shown in public alongside 10 vintage Integras on November 20th. Toyota unveils GR Super Funny Car for 2022 NHRA season. The GR Super Funny Car replaces the Camry, which has been competing in the series since 2012. Since the beginning of time. With all that out of the way, though, let's get to the Kia Stinger recall. Kia has issued a recall for certain 2020 and 2021 Kia Stinger models in the United States due to an issue related to the fuel gauge. In an investigation from the car manufacturer, sorry, an investigation from the car manufacturer has revealed that certain instrument cluster assemblies manufactured from March 10, 2020 through December 14, 2020, are produced from a supplier with a software logic slash calibration error. 
This error means the fuel gauge will not accurately reflect the amount of fuel consumed, and if the fuel gauge wrongly, in wrongly indicates more fuel than is actually present, the vehicle could unexpectedly run out of fuel, causing impacted Singer models to stall. A total of 53 Kia Singer models were involved in the recall and were produced between March 20th, 2020 and December 28th, 2020. Owners of the affected vehicles will be notified by first-class mail with instructions to bring their vehicles to a Kia dealer where the software will be updated. Kia will also reimburse any owners that have previously had to pay for the issue to be fixed. While the Kia Stinger has long been praised by media members and owners alike, it never managed to sell in the numbers that Kia had hoped. As such, it is reported that the Korean automaker will cease production of the Stinger by the second quarter of 2022 and tweak its production line to begin building electrified models, including the Carnival Hybrid. Kia's transition to all-electric vehicles means the Stinger will not be replaced. <laughs> I love the stinger though. <laughs> it died too young! It died too soon! <laughs> God dang it! And on that rather sad note, we end this podcast. I hope you all enjoyed this week weekly news roundup. If you did, please make sure to like the podcast, share the podcast, and or like, share, and follow the podcast. And if you're watching on YouTube, please like, comment, share, and consider subscribing. And if you do subscribe, thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Please make sure you hit the little notification bell and then all notifications that way you're notified every time I upload. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road but you don't have or want the Podbean mobile app, not a problem. Boot up wherever you get your podcasts. Type in Cody's Car Conundrum and then choose the episode you want to listen to. I will see you all next time. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.